fake, fake, fakety fake. Hi, this is Jody, and welcome to Imperial News, where I spend my whole week listening to the far-right podcast Rebel News, and then talk about elections by myself, because Caitlin is not here. She is taking a break, and that's fine. Everyone deserves a break. It's been a rough week. We're still waiting for election results, and the uh, everyone on Twitter has gone insane, but that's okay. We're fine. Everyone's fine, right? Everything's fine. This is good. This is normal. It feels great. <laughs> this is going to be a brief podcast because uh, with everything ongoing, we did we did an election stream on the election day. Of course, there was no final result, but uh, that was fun. We played some games with some patrons and with some guests, and that's nice. So if you want to watch some of our election coverage, you can go watch that, although I'll play clips in this episode. It's just, you know, I'm not going to post the whole thing here because we played games and that's not actual like content content. But if you want to watch us play games or if you want to watch us uh, talk in between the games about the election, you can go watch that. Although I'll play some highlights here, uh, including we talked to my friend uh, Rico Rants, who you can find his content on YouTube. And he's in North Carolina and he just... Talked, I think we talked mainly about veteran stuff because we, we tuned into Ezra's podcast for a bit and he had some stuff to say about veterans and supporting Trump and Rico had some thoughts about that. But we'll get to that when we get there. Uh, but uh, yeah, so if you want to check out the full election coverage, it's over on twitch.com. It's slash Imperial News with a Z. And thanks for everyone who tuned into that. But for now, the Imperial Roundup. Hello, my rebels. Hello, my rebels. I'm a good boy. I'm a weirdo. This is what happened on The Rebel from October 26th to October 30th. Ezra complains for an entire episode because liberal MP Patty Hajdu did not wear a mask at some point in public. There might be some point to make about hypocrisy here. Maybe. But an entire show? I feel like the only reason Ezra did this is because he had an awesome episode title, which was Do As I Say, Not As I Hash Do, which is honestly a pretty awesome episode title. I think, you know, in fairness, kudos to Ezra and company for coming up with such a creative pun. However, what a boring ass episode. Ezra and Joel Pollock talk about Trump's minority support, especially with the rapper demographic such as Lil Wayne, Ice Cube, and Kanye West. And that is why they think, therefore, Trump is definitely going to win, apparently, even though, as it stands right now, that's not looking very likely. There were two recent by-elections in Ontario that the Liberals won. Ezra focuses a lot on the fact that the Green Party leader lost, and that it is the NDP's fault for why she lost. But he never mentions that his bud... Maxime Bernier got a pathetic 3.5% of the vote, meaning the PPC still does not have an elected member in the Canadian Parliament. David Menzies showed up to Caledonia this week to talk about 1492 Landback Lane. Menzies says that the indigenous people in the area keep terrorizing the citizens of Caledonia, but doesn't mention why the indigenous people are in fact upset. The only thing that Menzies has to say is that they are fighting over an ancient land claim that doesn't have any tangible evidence. You would think that 
existing on the land before Europeans showed up would be sufficient evidence, but apparently not for David. Ezra is mad at the UK for telling people to not infect their families with COVID during Christmas. He's also mad at a Scottish MP who suggested that you can be convicted of a hate crime even in your own home. Ezra seems really upset about this, lamenting that it's now a crime for your racist uncle to call genocide uh, a good thing during Christmas dinner. Having a racist uncle is bad enough, but it is not like the UK government is planning to monitor racists in their own homes. The point is that you can still plot a hate crime in the comfort of your own home, and that is in fact still illegal, and I don't see why that's a bad thing, but according to Rebel and Ezra, it is a bad thing. Rebel loses another appeal after being charged for violating Alberta election laws when they created a giant political billboard during the provincial election without registering as a third-party advertiser. Their defense was that the, the sign was a rebel advertisement, not a political ad. But the billboard said, quote, 40% of grade 9 students failed provincial exams. Alberta can do better than David Egan, www.fireegan.ca, unquote. Which is obviously political and was put up during an election. So they keep on trying to appeal it, but it's probably still going to fail and they will have to fork over the fines. A religious extremist in France murdered a teacher for showing the drawings of the Prophet Muhammad. And of course, Ezra has to go on an Islamophobic rant about it. His main problem is with Trudeau and Singh, who both said similar things regarding appreciating free speech, but also mentioning being respectful. Ezra is mad because freedom of speech is more important than respect. What Ezra always seems to miss is that, sure, you have the freedom to say all kinds of rude and impolite things, but sometimes it is better to just not be a dick, you know? Like, sure, not every dick deserves to die because they are being a dick. But you could just try not being a dick for a little while, Ezra. Just a little while? Lastly, Ezra and Ben Weingarten talk about the election. Remember, Ben Weingarten, the esteemed writer of American Ingrate, which tries to give credence to the idea that Ilhan Omar married her brother, even though there's absolutely zero evidence of this claim. Yet yeah, Ezra keeps inviting him on his show. Ben says that there is a conspiracy between woke people, big tech companies, and capitalists, which he calls the Woke Big Tech Wall Street Alliance. This is a president who's had to fight for every last thing opposed by a bureaucracy that's probably more than 95% at his throat the entire way. And I think that's a representation of where kind of the elite and the political establishment is in America. And they're leading their kind of stalking horse in the radical left that is out in the streets. And this kind of woke, big tech, Wall Street alliance that we see, ultimately, they believe that their regime should triumph over our regime. They're all working together to defeat Trump and elect Biden. That is why no one is talking about Hunter Biden's laptop. They spend most of the time talking about how no one is talking about the laptop, but never tell us a single thing about the laptop. Ezra has his own show where he could have gone into detail about what was on Hunter Biden's laptop, but instead, days before the election, Ezra talks about talking about the laptop instead. You would think he could have talked about what was on that laptop and done the media's job. But of course, there's absolutely nothing to the story, which is why Ezra has nothing to say except to talk about talking about it. Great job, Ezra. And that is the week.
we also have for uh, her first stream ever. Hello, Caitlin. <laughs> You're live. What do you have to say to the world? Oh, hi. Sorry. Um, my internet's <laughs> coming in and out. Ah, oh, well, you see, the uh, big government has already hacked us and is preventing us from communicating with each other. Look at that. How are you tonight? Are you ready for our election spectacular? <laughs> <laughs> We've got six viewers. Oh, look at that. Nice. The magic of the internet. But you didn't answer my question. Are you ready for this election spectacular? Yeah, I'm as ready as I can be, which is not really going to fit, to be honest. <laughs> that is very accurate. I mean, I, I give a somewhat of a shit. A little shit? A pinch. <laughs> I give a pinch. And that's because I don't want people to die in election chaos. And so far, I haven't seen any news that that has happened. So hooray for that. But uh, who knows as the night progresses so far, I guess we could check in. So how I've got my stream going here up at the, the top right above us should be, I think it's ABC's live coverage. It's going to be a little bit tiny, but we'll, we'll check in periodically there and see what's up. We're currently in just a few seconds. We're going to watch Ezra and Sheila do some stuff. Might as well. I told uh, the people in the chat already. I have to because it will be like an exercise in branding. <laughs> and then uh, we'll play games and keep watching until everyone quits and gives up and uh, is either somewhat less depressed, more or less depressed. Because as Caitlin is saying, it's almost guaranteed that we're going to be depressed by the end of the night. It's just a matter of like how depressed. So <laughs> hooray. The empire is crumbling. Or maybe, like, walking away but injured? <laughs> we also have, I was going to have Rico Rance come on, uh, who was doing pole watching in North Carolina, but he told me that it was boring as fuck. So, <laughs> so I don't know if we're going to have some uh, news on that front. Rico's probably going to come on later, but probably no information on that front. All right. I I guess people could join the chat. Unmute yourselves if you want to. We're gonna we're gonna watch some we're gonna watch some rebel. We're gonna see how it goes. See if they say anything interesting. And if it's boring, we'll just be like, fuck it. I'm well my guess is it's going to be somewhat boring anyways, because it you know, it's Ezra. He's not really well, Sheila's even worse. So the two of them together covering the election is probably gonna be really boring. He will be probably hyper analyzing the super chats. He's always looking. He's always looking down into the corner, like looking at a super chat. So that's going to be fun to see. But we'll see whether or not they say anything. But before we do that, I just want to. So you do you have any predictions, Caitlin? Other than other than depression. <laughs> um, I really don't. I don't know. Don't I honestly, to no, to be honest, I haven't really been keeping up with U.S. politics. Um, I mean, I think we're in the midst of a pandemic, and that's enough stress for me to deal with. I don't really <laughs> need to yeah. continue to stress myself out over, I don't know, shit and more shit being elected, right? Yeah, I mean, that was partly why I wanted to do today to play games. Yeah, you know? like I like. <laughs> I don't know, like out of this situation, like what are you really getting? You're not getting a comprehensive healthcare plan for Americans. 
you're not getting anything like debt forgiveness for students. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're still having someone who's, you know, hardcore capitalist who doesn't really give a shit about helping people, even if you get Joe Biden in there. So I don't... You will, you will get a still but slower increase of carbon emissions. <laughs> yeah, at least you can what, ban fracking. Like, I don't... Well, I mean, what? No, Biden's like pro fracking. He's, but he did, he did say at one point that he was going to get like, uh, make sure the oil industry ends by twenty fifty. I think he said that. He got a lot of flack for that, apparently. Mm. Hopefully, he follows through with that. Why not? But uh, I, my, my prediction is that we are going to get a Biden victory. But it's, I don't know how to predict how big it is. Maybe it'll be close. We'll see. I don't know. I, I think it, it hinges mostly on Florida and North Carolina and Pennsylvania. And so if Biden wins one of those, I think it's pretty much done. But we will find out as it goes. Now let's tune in. I guess we should now tune in to a thing. Rebel, Ezra and Sheila, and then we'll go play some games. And let's see what we got here. As you can see, the one thing that's really depressing about watching it on this view is all the fucking super chats that are coming in. Like somebody just donated $69.99 right now. Which is embarrassing. Nice. <laughs> Ken and Elrond. Are you loving the 69? Is that what? <laughs> it's the sex number, Jody. It's the sex but look at that! Somebody, somebody donated two hundred and fifty fucking dollars, a hundred dollars, a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars. Why? Well, like those numbers are the the. Uh, uh, I got <laughs> well, part, like I was saying before we started too, it's like this is uh, their their oil. They like they get oil money and like coke money. It's like they don't they don't need this extra money. And then like I don't know if I should feel bad because it's probably the people who can afford to chuck out two hundred dollars to Ezra are people who are probably more financially well off. I'm hoping, but even some of these like ten dollar five dollar donations, like are they coming from people who are just like should, probably shouldn't have. That shouldn't be throwing money at these people, like, are not as well off. And that, it's like, yeah, it feels like a kind of exploitation. It's got a real seed faith kind of vibe to it. Yeah, yeah. Donate to us. A, a, Twitch streamer, a, a Twitch streamer capped her donations at, like, $5, and I think, like, that's really admirable, because, like, you know, they're so rich, like, from all donations that, like, giving... In excess over five dollars just seems like I don't know, kind of kind of crazy to her. So she's like just gonna cap all donations at five dollars, which I think is really good. Yeah, but they're grifters, so it's <laughs> they're not gonna do shit like that. Anyways, we'll 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 see if this works. I'm gonna turn them up. How they were supposed to look. Trump is ahead based on those Cubans. Viva, viva those Cubans. I, mean, I don't have any Spanish. We need Lisa Proust to do some translating. Um, what's next on the schedule? We got ben so we have him promoting the the Cubans. <laughs> so I guess as we were looking earlier, the the footage uh, 
or the the election results coming in what was it was plus 11 in uh florida for cubans going towards trump compared compared to what it was back in 2016 he got plus 11 of the cuban vote and that's i mean people like ezra are of course going to play this up as, as like look trump's reaching all the minorities he's getting the hispanic vote when we've uh talked about in chat before we went live that's the outcome is like a lot of the the cubans in florida are white cubans that fled the castro regime so they that's actually not too surprising <laughs> but they're going to take their wins where they can get them and weingarten coming in about 10 minutes should we bang through some super chats yes and i promise oh, great. if we get let's read some of these super chats from other states we'll go to it I think we lost Caitlin. Uh, her internet is being really, really stupid. So goodbye, Caitlin. Ah. <laughs> Your time was brief. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> this clown right here talking to, to Ezra is some guy named Ben Weingarten. And he's a real terrible piece of shit. You can see on the, his bookshelf right here. I'm circling it with my like mouse clicker on the stream. The book on the shelf has a picture of Ilhan Omar because this guy wrote a book called Ilhan Omar, American Ingrate. And it's all about oh. how she's like married to her brother and all kinds of other crazy conspiracy theories that are not based in reality. And here he is on Ezra's show spewing nonsense because of course he is. He... uh Oh, what did he say on on Friday's episode of The Rebel last week? He said that there's a uh, a woke big tech Wall Street alliance that's like pushing for Joe Biden. <laughs> new Patreon tier. It <laughs> <laughs> should be a new Patreon tier. The woke big tech Wall Street alliance. I just love <laughs> it, like how they they think, they, like they that they think that like corporations are in bed with like these woke people simply because they sometimes socially signal like woke positions. But it's like you ask any like any Black Lives Matter activists and they're like probably don't care that like EA Games is saying Black Lives Matter. Like the more important thing is like put up or shut up. Like don't just say that. Like help us in the street or donate money, right? But of course like what the companies are trying to do is like cash in on the clout to be like, look we're socially conscious. Black Lives Matter, you know. And of course, like the real activists see that as obviously superficial. But to the conservatives, this is evidence that they're in on it. They're working together. It's the woke big tech Wall Street Alliance. <laughs> they're here to get us. What they've tried to create in a dependent class in America and the Republicans have really become the party or at least a Donald Trump led Republican Party. I do think that his gains are going to echo for years to come. And I do think it is going to transform what conservatism means and what the Republican Party stands for. At least it should. Otherwise, the party won't exist for very long. Uh, he has converted it into a party of union workers, the police, military veterans. Those who are common sense, patriotic Americans who have been forgotten and left behind by the political. And, and have to get it. Carlson had a monologue about this the other night, and he basically said that Donald Trump is a big middle finger to the political elite, the political establishment. And so the love of Trump in some ways is proportional to the hatred of an establishment that has forgotten about these forgotten Americans 
who helped build the country, fight American war, and were our labor force in, in heavy industry for did, decades. Did Jody and, die? And so, so, yeah, my brain just exploded. I mean, he's trying to say that veterans, veterans, union workers, and what, what he's calling everyday Americans are all voting for Trump. But, like, that's not true at all. <laughs> what, was, what was the other the Yeah, other Rico's thing? a veteran. He's yeah. not voting for Trump. Should get get Rico in to tell us his thoughts on it. <laughs> the veterans being pro Trump. I was just gonna say, notice like when they first he first started talking, what he said was that Biden is going or no, the Democrats have created a dependency class. And that is so fucked up. Like what like what dependent on, on government health insurance? Oh no. <laughs> not like not that the right. Obamacare was like great, but I mean like that's all the Democrats have pretty much done that is like even close to like a good social safety net since at least FDR. Uh, oh. Who's a dipshit saying veterans support Trump? Who, who's saying that shit? Uh, this guy, Ben Weingarten, author of ben, American Ingrate. Ben Weingard, the brother of Bo Weingard? No. <laughs> no we, had this, we had this last time. <laughs> Weingarten, Weingarten. I mean, they're equally terrible people, so your anger is uh, well-placed. So Ben, so for, to fill you on who Ben Weingarten is, he wrote a book called American Ingrate, which is about Ilhan Omar and how she's a terrible human and married her brother and all kinds of other crazy conspiracy theories. He just made up a bunch of bullshit. He's just another just another fucking bargain bin right wing conspiracy theorist. That's right. And he and said he said Oh, he's one of those <laughs> quote unquote conservative intellectuals. Yes. And he uh just said that veterans are way more in supportive of Donald Trump because he's anti establishment. So how do you as uh, a veteran, how do you feel about that uh claim? <laughs> <laughs> all right, listen, all right, listen here. I'll tell you like this right here. The veteran community didn't take too kindly for a few things Trump did that right here <laughs> just seemed a little too happy to try to pretend never happened. Yeah, I guess so, they've they've never brought it up on their show either. All the shit that oh, Trump's sure they never brought it up. Yeah. But you see, veteran communities and orgs and fucking uh, channels and whatnot. Uh, are very painfully aware of uh, his that scam veteran charity he did. Oh yeah, that, uh, yeah. We well, forgot about that shit. Um, his after his disrespect for John McCain, his military service, and his comments on uh veterans being uh, especially you know, POWs, those who died in combat, being suckers and losers. So that one, ooh, that one really fucking pissed a lot of veterans off. Yeah. Yeah. So this idea that Trump is supported by veterans because he's anti-establishment or or plays at being anti-establishment or whatever the fuck is some right-wing nonsense. Yeah, without a doubt, there are right-wing veterans for, oh, sure, for sure. But they're idiots. And <laughs> they, they they don't even know what Trump has said and done because, you know, they 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 swear by, you know, the Fox News cinematic universe. I mean, even because he also said it wasn't just vets. He said it about union people as well. And, and I'm a, a union person. What? And yeah. 
Well, like, here's the thing. It's like, there's, of course, going to be, there's definitely going to be union people that are pro-Trump. It's like, I can imagine certain, like, blue-colored uh, union jobs as well. Uh, where I'm sure there are roaches that like fucking Roach Killer out there yeah. some way. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they love them some raid, I guess. But some of the bigger unions are things like uh, like teachers' unions. And, like, do you think, my guess is teacher unions are going to be, like, mostly against Donald Trump. Oh, absolutely. Mostly. Like, of course, there's still going to be your conservative teachers as well. I just think they're going to be a little bit more of a rare breed. Yeah, by and large, most institutions fucking despise Trump. Well, you know, from the military, he has the active duty military mostly is opposed to him. You know what I mean? At, at over 50%, I believe was the number. I get to say same with teachers unions, I'm sure, are mostly opposed to him. You know what I'm saying? Same with veterans, mostly opposed to them. Like, again, like I said, there were absolutely conservative veterans, teachers unions, active duty, whatever, but they are in the minority specifically when it comes to Trump. Like, if we're talking like Republican Party and our conservative views, that's a different ballgame. But to referring to Trump specifically, yeah. most motherfuckers can't stand that guy. Yeah. Well, we we had the that's why we have you on hand, Rico, as the expert. <laughs> I talk hey, I talked to these folks. They said they come from all political persuasions. Like I had a retired lieutenant colonel literally called me about the, about this shit and well, um wanting to put up an anti Trump billboard outside outside a military base. You know what I mean? Like these these motherfuckers hey, this is the guy who voted Republican his yeah. whole life. You know what I mean? These are guys who do like they do not like specifically Trump more than anything. Yeah. This Ben Weingard guy neither. Like, yeah. <laughs> well again, like neither neither Ben gone. It's, oh god, I just noticed this uh, asshole shirt is COVID nineteen eighty four. Jesus fucking. Oh god. my god, what a uh, fucking <laughs> What a oh my god! Uh, really? One second, Ken's gonna say something. Sorry, I just I just wanted to interject. We have some breaking news that's uh, tertiarily uh, related to uh, the brand of the podcast. Okay, what's this? Uh, <clears throat> Candace Owens is joining the Daily Wire. Oh, oh, <laughs> and the circle of jerks grift goes on. The circle of jerk grift go on. I was going to say, like, so uh, before we move on, because I was going to be uh, done with covering these rebel assholes, but uh, there was two, oh, well, one rebel <laughs> news story that I, I'll touch on, especially with this asshole who's on the screen right now, uh, it, which is that, uh, well, Kian Bexty is being sued, or is suing Canada Land, which is a Canadian journalist output, or like independent uh, journalist uh, podcast creator group. And he's suing them for them basically calling him an asshole. <laughs> describing him. Right. But the, and the thing is, it's like, these are the people, like, what did one of the super chats that came in here, which is like, I support Rebel because they're, yeah, I support Rebel News because free speech and independent news source is essential for democracy. Meanwhile, they're suing people for calling them out on their bullshit constantly. Uh, so, I mean, that's, that's good. But I learned in this interaction that his name is Bexty. I've been calling him Bext for fucking ever. <laughs> and 
and part of it is, is when I listen to Kian say his own name, it's always done with like the E at the end. Is like, it's like Bexton. Like it's like a subtle E. And then it wasn't until like I watched Canada Land do a report on it. And they kept on calling him Bexty. Bexty. And I was like, oh, it's Bexty. How did I not oh, notice this? He deserves to be called Bexty the bitch. <laughs> he deserves to be called racist. Cause that it, too. He... If you don't know, so I don't know how much you know, Rico is uh, following our Canadian grifters, but Kian Bexty used to work for a company that sold Rhodesian flags and other shit like that. So, uh, yeah, I'm a little, uh, I'm, I'm a little more versed on the the um, America's right wing cinematic universe. I, I'm not ready for make for cameras yet. Yeah. Well, I mean, we we create them first and then send them to you, like That's Gavin. True. McGinnis. That's true. A lot of these motherfuckers come from Canada. Y'all need to get y'all shit together. So Gavin McGinnis, Lauren Southern, Faith Goldie, uh, they all got their start on this show. Uh, Laura yeah, Loomer, Laura Loomer, so even together got that they can't get a following here, so they have to go down south. I don't know. Maybe they do so well with Rebel that they have to come down here and expand. The Canadian Empire working its way down. You, yeah, you, uh, you have more it's grifter so... bucks in America. That's like why they go there. It's the Justin hey, Bieber model. It's the capitalism. Y'all yeah. have a good night. I'm about to get drunk and chill. Nice. We're about to do that ourselves and start playing some games. Woo! I want to end by saying thanks again to everyone who tuned in to the live stream. That was awesome. Sorry that we didn't get any at least somewhat uplifting news the day of. I mean, even Biden winning is not like entirely uplifting, but it is at least better than the alternative, I think. We'll see how the world turns out as this goes forward. I mean, it's looking like they should be calling Nevada right now as I'm recording this, but... Doesn't look like anyone has done that yet. And even uh, Georgia seems to be shifting towards uh, Biden. So Biden might win it very soon. But as I'm recording this, it has not yet happened. That being said, I did not get the job recently that I applied and interviewed for. And that's, that's fine. I was already unemployed before that happened. But I would super appreciate it. If you have any extra money, I know uh, times are tough with COVID and all that, but I really enjoy doing this podcast and it would be nice if eventually it could be something I could do full time. But I also, in order to reach a bigger audience, it would be nice to have better equipment. My computer kind of sucks and it sucks right now that uh, we only have one good mic. It also sucks that we don't really have a soundboard where I can properly mix this thing beforehand which would, uh, especially if I'm doing live streams, get rid of some of the fuzziness and feedback that sometimes occurs. Also, the lags on the stream. Like, I wish, I can't even play any games on a stream <laughs> except for, like, uh, uh, low-key games because uh, or low-graphic quality games because it'll crash my computer. But that's where we're at. So if you like what we're doing and you want us to keep uh, talking about this because I... Given these election results, I don't think fascism is going anywhere. And I would love to continue uh, covering it and educating people and start making YouTube videos and all kinds of stuff. And it would be great if we had the support. So please, if you love what we're doing, 
consider donating on Imperial News' Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Imperial News. And that would be awesome. So thanks again. And uh, if you want to stay informed about what we're doing, you can also find us on Twitter at Imperial News with a Z. We have a private Facebook group called Imperial News. We also have a Discord set up, and we'll be doing Twitch streams every Friday at 8 p.m., which means tomorrow at 8 p.m. for those who are listening on Thursday. You can find all the links on our social media stuff in the show notes. Lastly, you can email us any questions at imperial.fake.news at gmail.com. Special thanks to my friend Mason Tickle for the transition beats. You can find his work at striatom.bandcamp.com. Thank you for listening. And uh, yeah, just thanks. Albumbia, Albumbia, how lovely are your wheat fields.